Okay. Good afternoon, Professor Andresa. Good afternoon, Jeff. Yeah, hi. Um, so I'm gonna. I have a few questions here that I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a bit about your background, how and why you started training? So I started training in Campo Mourão. It is, is a city on south of Brazil, a small city. And I started training at 14 years old. Yeah, 14 to 15. I'm 24 now. And uh, when I started, uh, I was like a rebel kid, you know, doesn't like to study. I, I just want to party, you know, to go out with my friends. And whenever I started Jiu-Jitsu, I started because I looked uh, to a new in different type of martial arts that I didn't know and I really like to try new sports so I thought it was really weird that I had no girl on the mat so I asked a friend if she want to join me to the class uh, at the this gym that I used to go dance or working out and uh, she agreed with me so whenever we start I thought was everything so difficult to get it. Even like a hipscape, a shoulder uh, roll, an arm bar, everything was so hard to me to get it. So I fell in love. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to learn this. Other sports, I could get it as a first, you know, like I could do better. This one, I'm so terrible. I need to learn this. So I fell in love like, not it was challenging for me every day i was learning something new even like a detail from a hipscape from uh like learning to move my body to defend myself and i really like since i started and then i i i try other sports after but jujitsu like i fell in love <laughs> that is awesome um I love that you fell in love because it was challenging. You know, mm -hmm. we, we both know it's like problem solving, like in real time. And I love how, because my wife used to train, I don't know if you remember my wife, she used to train there at the school. And she's one of, she's, she's, she's somewhat like you. So she, she's a great dancer. She's one of those people who can watch a dance and be able to do it. Just mm -hmm. watching a video of a dance and she can do it. But when she tried jujitsu, she was completely clueless. And she, mm -hmm. she loved it because it was so challenging for her. She's never done it before. Uh, I mean, I can tell you more why she quit. But she loved it the same, for the same reason. It was challenging. You know, of course, the health, it was healthy. It was a great workout and whatever. Mm -hmm. But that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, is that's that, great. It's a great, like, place to be, you know. I, I, I don't understand. I, ne I never felt... Anything like that in other sports, you know, you you felt like everyone there is there is happy to learn. It's happy even like to get smashed, you know. Yes. It's something so cool is every training. It's a a new feeling, a, a new uh, technique that you learn. Even a detail makes yourself better. So, and we don't want anything easy on the life. Yes. We are like that. We don't want to uh, get, um, like, starting a sport that you already good at it. You right, want right. to learn. You want to challenge yourself. So that's, like, make 
made me keep going, you know, wanted to learn. I'm still here trying. <laughs> Absolutely. 10 years after, right? Yes. Almost 11 years. Yeah. I, I'm fully on board. So I have two daughters. Our, my, one of my daughters also trained. I don't know if you remember Sky. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm fully on board with, I want all women and children to train jiu-jitsu. That's, that's part of my, that's like my mission in life now. <laughs> yes, it's some, like, I think it's more important for kids and women than, like, for anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, we are, like, women, especially kids, uh, we cannot control persons stronger than us if we don't have skills, you know? So I usually train with the boys, and I feel their, their strengths. So... It, that makes me more technical, you know, and I like that because I know that on strength, I cannot beat them, but maybe on technique, I can't. So it's really good, makes my, my confidence level go up, you know, and I see the kids sometimes, they come and like tell me, I'm a instructor at the kids also. So they tell me, hey, professor, someone is bullying me at the school. I don't know what to do. He's bigger than me. And then we have to deal with that. And imagine like everyone who doesn't tell us that they are being bullied, you know? If, it, if they come here like shy, 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 and then they start to like open themselves like, hey, I can do this. I can protect myself. They cannot mess with me. I will not agree with that anymore. It makes yourself like think out of your box, that box that you created, right? So even a small kid can be confident to protect themselves whenever they don't have your par their parents close to them, you know? So yes. I think jujitsu is essential. Should be on all the schools, teaching for everyone, especially self-defense. And the sport jiu-jitsu also, it's amazing because we have fun. It's good, like, uh, you control yourself, make yourself in bad positions and train your mindset, like, I, I can escape from here, you know, do, do better. If I don't, next time I will be better, you know keep our mindset positive you know even on bad days like we are passing now yes you know? we need to keep our positive mindset that everything's going to be okay absolutely i absolutely love that we have at our school we have you as an instructor you know not only as a female instructor but as a high level you know gold medalist world-class instructor with your with your positive character and in this position I, I I can't I can't stop talking about it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I said, we're, we're really blessed. I hope those kids know how lucky they are. Yeah, uh, it's I I love like whenever I see a new girl jumping on the mat, like especially a little kid one. We have been seeing like a lot of uh, new little girls. Like it's, it's getting even, you know. The kids' class is getting even, boys and girls. Yes. And this makes me so happy because I love the girls beating their boys. Me too, me too. <laughs> so excited to watch. It, they get so mad. <laughs> yes, in Pearland too. Pearland, I think there are more girls than boys now. Yes. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. We are getting we are getting there. That's awesome. Me. Because like when I started it was kind of a masculine 
sport, you know? Even like my mom, like, you you sure you want to do this? You know, and like, I'm sure, I'm sure. And in and some so places, it's Maybe it's is... my mission also, bring more girls to the mat. That's awesome. I, I, I shared that mission. Let me know whatever mm -hmm. I can do to help. <laughs> Not only as a dad, but I also work as a, a teacher. I work in two elementary schools. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, like, that's why I wear Gracie Baja shirts everywhere, jiu-jitsu shirts, because everywhere I go, someone stops me. Oh, you do jiu-jitsu too? Kids and adults, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's Spread so the good. gospel. Growing so fast, and everyone who does love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're both. We're both. Yeah. Madly in love with jujitsu. We can't stop talking yeah. about it. <laughs> well. That's true. Yeah. So speaking of world class, well, how did you develop your game? You have a, a background in gymnastics. Did the skills you develop doing um, gymnastics integrate into your game? So uh, I, I did gymnastics since I was eight, seven seven years old until I was 12 like was for almost five years that I did gymnastics and uh, of course helped me to keep um, flexible but uh, when I started jiu-jitsu I I became like more stronger and at the same time I was losing my flexibility you know yeah. so I started working out and so I lose a lot of my flexibility that I had before but that's fair I was a kid I was used to train that every day but it still helped me a lot like from now I, I feel that I can go more because of that but uh, what developed my game on jiu-jitsu of course was the people that I train with they everything I know I learned from someone that I train with, uh, even like in on Brazil or here, everywhere I learn something new, and uh, of course I study a lot. So I I, I learn. I'm learning how to study jiu-jitsu to improve myself. So every time that I go to a tournament, I want to be like better. So like last tournament that I fought was last week, and uh, I didn't. Think I don't think that I had a good performance. So even like I got the submission, but I don't think I had a good performance. I think I could do better. So I already have like some uh, proposal to fight again, but I don't think I'm going to go in at least a month because the next time that I'm going to step in to a show, to a, to a fight, I want to do better than I did last time. And I think like a month or more, at least a month, I can like do something better to not commit the same mistakes that I made before. And I make before. So uh, I am always like trying to challenge myself, trying to improve. And of course, everyone who I train with helped me a lot to develop my game. Oh, I was there. I watched it. I don't know if you remember the crowd. We went nuts. Literally the last minute and you got that arm bar. Yeah. We all went crazy. Like everyone was screaming. It was amazing. But you know, the best people are like you who are the, their, their worst critics, their biggest critics. And that's part of what makes you great. Yes. You're always yes. improving that mindset. 
Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I need to think about that because if I get comfort, maybe next time cannot be good for me, you know? So I don't want to get comfort. I want to improve and next time like submit faster, you know, or yes. like sweep faster, get something like uh, get off love off my comfort zone you know so i i think like uh, this mindset will make me go higher than i think i i can be you know absolutely like keeping always improving 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 and not getting okay i want this one okay now i can chill now i can party now i can like rest no i can't i need to i commit a lot of mistakes i need to Go back to the office and work more. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps in, in education. We call that the growth mindset. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like a big thing now, like the past couple of years. It's the growth mindset. It's amazing. Uh -huh. Awesome. It's, it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it sounds, I can feel your passion about jujitsu, your love for jujitsu, like we both talked about. When did you realize you were really, truly passionate about jujitsu? So when I started Jiu-Jitsu, it was everything hard for me, like I told you before. And um, I, I jumped in in a tournament my first month because I went to try. Yeah. Wow. But I was a kid, like I was juvenile, you know. So I went there and uh, I remember it was four minutes and uh, the girl pulled guard like kind of wrong and I jumped into the side control. <laughs> And I stayed there for the whole round. I got some penalties, but doesn't matter. I won. And then I, I sorry. That's okay. Your phone went to Hello? sleep. Yes, ma'am. Can ma you see me? Yes, I can see you now. Okay. Sorry, someone was calling me. Oh, okay. I thought it went to sleep. Yeah. So, uh, can you hear? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, whenever I, I, I won that tournament, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm good at this. You know? I, I can do better. I'll do next time. So, I got kind of, um, okay, chill. I was go training, having fun, not taking so seriously. Even like on my first month. But I still sucks. I still like get smashed every day. And like few months after, I went to a tournament. But I was training, but like not as hard that it should be. But I was studying. So I went and I lost for the same girl that I won last time. So I was like, hey, it's not like this. I'm not so good that, like I think I am. And I went back to the gym train now i'm taking everything serious and now i'm gonna make it work i went to other tournament and i lost on the first round again after that day i was feeling so bad so bad like i don't want to feel this anymore you know i don't want to go to a tournament uh and lost in the first round i want to win i want to be uh on the like first place i'm really competitive so whenever i went back to the school like to train i changed my mindset i was like i'm gonna do everything i can in my power to 
be able to not feel this this bad feeling again. I want to feel the good feeling. I want to go there and feel honor. You know, I, I want to feel great to win, to be able to uh, improve my skills. You know, but even like I was a kid and I, I wanted so bad to win. You know, so whenever I went home, I was like, Mom, I want to get a diet. I want to eat only healthy. I can. I don't want to eat anything bad anymore. Like. Of course, weekends, one day, that's fine. I want to work out. I'm going to do like planning and everything. And I don't want to go out with my friends anymore because they don't understand me. And I start changing my mindset, you know. And at the same time, I spend more time with my mother on uh, weekends because I wasn't going out anymore, you know. I was so tired because I was training so much that my mom like appreciates that i spend more time with her on the weekends you know so i started to to seeing like living more um changing my mindset you know like i i even if i want i can do better next time so i need to wake up earlier i need to eat healthier I need to sleep, rest more, train more. So every time that I went to a tournament, I learned something on that day and next day start working everything again. So I think since that day, I, everything that I did was for jujitsu after. Everything, like if I, I receive a, a if someone asks me, ah, you want to, like my parents ask me, you going to get a gift for your birthday present. I would choose a gift, you know. I would choose, like, can you pay my, my registration for next tournament, you know. So I was always thinking about jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. That's awesome. It sounds like it's from the beginning you were already passionate about it were your parents like supportive with your jiu-jitsu career from the beginning yes they are especially that my mom felt the difference you know that rebelled kid that don't want to do anything don't want to go to school don't don't take anything seriously and then i start taking school seriously because if i don't she don't allow me to train <laughs> So I started like living more, being an athlete and uh, being closest to her, you know, like she knew where I am all the time. She knew that what I was doing good for myself, like because a um, teenager girl or boy, it's hard to control. I understand her. So she felt safe whenever I was doing but of course she wanted me to to study you know she wanted me to go to college and I tried once I I tried to go to college but my excuse was uh I was I changed cities because my city doesn't have the the college that I want to do so I passed in a university like public one that she don't have to pay anything for me to study and uh, my excuse that that city I had more training so instead of three times a week 
I could do twice a day and plus like conditional training. So that was my excuse to go to that city to study. Of course I studied that year. I did good, good at, at the college, but I was focusing on the training. I was like, okay, I just want to pass in the, for the Judita 101. <laughs> so it sounded like you made it work for you moving to that town or so, city. Oh, so that's like, yeah. You sound yeah. like, yeah, you made it <laughs> work for work. you. <laughs> and, and she can't say that you didn't try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. I, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So you have been competing at the highest levels for some time now, winning worlds at purple, brown, and of course, black belt. Um, last week, like you mentioned, you just had a super fight against a really, really um, excellent competitor. Um, it, was, it, was an, it was amazing. It was so exciting. It was like, it was awesome. It was an awesome match. How the Thank you. Be? She's so tough. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I forgot to say congratulations again. I, I, I've Thank already told you congratulations many times, but I want it on video. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was a very technical match, brilliant performance on, for both of you. So how does competing at black belt compare to op competing at lower belts? Because you got it last year, your black belt two years ago or last year? No, I got my black belt uh, two years and a half. Ago. Two years, two years and a half, right. How does black belt compare to, how does competing at black belt compare to competing at the lower belts? So, of course, the time, 10 minutes. And uh, it's different than seven and eight. And uh, the level, of course, changed so much. Because, like, purple belt, you can... I spent a, a long time in a, my blue belt. So whenever I got my purple, I was already, like, uh, experienced, you know? So I, I could handle, like, a fight. I, I was in... Um, new purple belt I was already like a, a tough purple belt so whenever I, got, uh, I was doing my purple I was uh, I was getting more strategic you know for the brown also but it was kind of the same level everyone was the same level because of the time that we had trained but at the black belt you can fight against uh brand new black belt or you can fight against like a third degree fourth degree in the black belt so imagine like 10 years you you just got your black belt and you're gonna fight against someone that had is already black belt in 10 years already conquered like a lot of titles you know so they are much more experienced the the technique is awesome you is everything you need to think to do it you know you need to make a plan to do it and uh, it's harder on my opinion it's harder but i like the challenge <laughs> i really like the challenge and um i i think is the black belt is some you cannot commit a mistake. Even in 10 minutes, if you commit one mistake, it can cost you a fight. So, as a person that don't understand jiu-jitsu, 
maybe don't like black belts fights because it's so strategic, you know, so uh, everything is by the book, you know, they don't commit mistakes. And uh, like a purple belt scrambles crazy and don't stop and take the back and then the other person ends on your back. So it's uh, better to watch, you know, we like seeing that scramble, the craziness. But on the black belt, it's everything planned, you know, it's hard to see a fight that there's a lot of scrambles, there's a lot of jumping, no gi more. But key is everything. You, you need to think everything. Every step that you do, because you cannot commit a mistake, you know. So that's what the difference that I, I, I think is uh, on the other le- on the other belts. You can commit a mistake and get over after, but on the black belt, no. You need to take step by step and like get your positions and don't commit mistakes because it can cost you a fight. That's a brilliant, brilliant answer. I wish everyone who watches jujitsu fights knows that. Like some yeah. people say it's boring, no, nothing's happening. Because yeah. like you said, nobody wants to make a mistake because every little mistake, the other person will capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. And it. of course, if you commit one mistake, can be that's it. You know, it's everything the person wanted. So everything needs to be thinked you know right right that's that's awesome a brilliant brilliant response so thank you so like you said everyone you face is high level especially those third degree and you know uh especially in your super fights how do you prepare yourself mentally i know you're a disciplined athlete nutrition workout but mentally that's one of the the hardest parts of the game how do you prepare yourself mentally so I, I if train our physical body. It's really important, of course, because we need to train our skills, our uh, toughness, you know, like cardio. We need, but of course, we need to tra- train our mind also, you know. And I'm starting training my mind, and I think it's making such difference on my life because uh, whenever you're going to face a tough opponent, if you jump in thinking about, oh my gosh, she has this attack, she has this, and uh, I'm only going to defend myself. If I think about that, I'm not going to win. I need to think to see, okay, she committed a mistake here. I can't do my position here. Um, maybe if I start first, you know, I will start first to get in my position first, and then I will do what my game, you know, getting her to my game. So we need to study a lot. Like I, I like, I'm liking to study my opponents to be able to understand their games. And of course, I'm not going to change mine just to see where I can put my skills on it and uh, visualize myself winning also, you know, I, I meditate to control my anxious you know because sometimes if you are feeling anxious can cost your energy and you are not be able to to do good so i need to control my anxious and at the same time visualize myself winning you know so 
visualize myself getting over some bad positions, like thinking about, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna recover and I'm gonna get a sweep or get it back from here or get a submission. So I like to visualize myself on like with my hands up, you know, visualize myself getting a submission, getting my opponent down, you know, and winning, of course, in always respect the wave. But if I don't think that I'm able to win, why am I there? You know, I need to think that I'm the best on that day, I'm the player, better player to be able to get it. You know, and if I don't think that, who is going to think? It's my dream. It's not anyone else's dream. It's mine. So I need to have this positive myself that I can do it. I'm not hearing you. I forgot, yeah, I forgot yeah. to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a great insight into the champion's mindset. You mentioned meditating. So how long have you... I've uh, been doing meditation like um, a year and a half, a year and a half. Yeah, maybe more, but like yoga helped me a lot. Also, every time after yoga, professor, uh, coach Mariana right. pushes us to do a meditation. So it's mindfulness. It's awesome. I feel great after. <laughs> so I start like, and Lucas, of course, my husband, he helped me a lot. He's always getting better, getting better, and seeing him, like, with that, like, uh, everything we do is for jiu-jitsu, is for our performance, to increase our performance, so, of course, he's seeing him always studying makes me want to do the same, you know, because he's my role model, he's my inspiration, you know, so, everything that he does also, he makes me do the same, you know, he helps me a lot. Yeah, that's, that must be, must be awesome to have a, a world champion um, as your, as your uh, partner and or significant other. For those who are watching or reading, uh, if you didn't know, Professor Andresa Sintra is married to uh, Professor Lucas Valinch, whom I just interviewed uh, recently. Yeah. So um, you mentioned starting young and, and competing and one of the things that you like about jiu-jitsu is how challenging it is, how hard it is. But I, I can't even count how many times I almost quit, especially at Blue Belt, like most people, right? Has it ever crossed your mind? Have you ever considered, has it ever been too difficult for you that you wanted to quit? So, like, if I thought about quitting was because of a bad day or a bad tournament or something like uh, quicker you know so but it was kind of a negative thought that passed through your mind and disappears you know you know so i already have the, this thought but was really quick passed so fast you know next day i was training and uh, <laughs> loving again you know so like maybe it was because of a bad day or something like that or a bad tournament that I, I didn't do well. But, but my only answer was train more, always. Even feeling my worst. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I'm, 
Um, it's inspiring. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, so for those people who didn't quit and they stayed training, they've experienced a plateau. I, I, I did many times, a plateau. Um, they, I felt like I got stuck in a rut, not improving. So I think most people have experienced that. What would you give us an advice for them? Sorry, can you say again? So most people who don't quit um, have experienced a plateau. Like when they get stuck in a rut, they're not improving. Yeah, I've experienced that many times in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. um, what would you give as an advice for them? So whenever you feel that you are not improving, uh, you need to see the whole package. What you are doing to improve. Are you doing your best? Are you getting like, uh, you getting to the gym, like trying to get better? Or you are doing like the same thing every day. You are not trying to like make make challenge for yourself. You know, go to the school even if you have like lower uh, belts to train. Do a specific training. You know, imagine yourself. Okay, today I'm only gonna do sweeps towards my right. So try, even if the person give you the left, don't do it. Challenge yourself. This makes fun. This makes you enjoy what you're doing, you know? Don't, doesn't make boring anymore. So whenever we feel we are stuck, we need to change our mindset, not what we are doing, you know? So if, if you think that you are not enough, so what do you think would be enough what do you think it would be enough if you do more drilling do you think you're gonna be able to get this move that you couldn't get maybe so do drill if you're feeling your strength are weak go do strength get your body stronger if you feel injury go treat your injury do more light training, get yourself better, and then you want you'll be able to come back to the mats and train harder again. So everything is malleable. It's right, my my word, malleable. Yes, malleable. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah, everything you can you can build. You know, you can build uh, your technique doing drills. You can build uh, a specific type of position doing specific trainings. You can be your strength at the gym. You can be your cardio training more tough, like pojada, you know, rolling or running, you know, eating healthy, recovering better. Everything comes off your willpower, you know. So we need, sometimes we think that we cannot do this. It's because we are making excuses for make ourselves to stay on the comfort zone and don't improve. You know, and nobody wants to do that, but it's comfort. Yes. You know, it's more comfort. It's, it's uh, easier. You right. know, if you make a challenge and you like the challenge, you're going to fall in love with always making challenges, uh, making yourself improving in any way of your life. That is a brilliant, well thought out response. It's, I hope people who watch this find value because I, I, 
it's a very, uh, I've found very valuable insights in that, in that response. Thank you. I'm learning. <laughs> no, no, that it was great. Like you, it's you, hard to apply. I understand. It's hard to apply. I'm trying to. <laughs> no, no. Yes. <laughs> We're all learning, but yes. I, I, my takeaway from that, the, my biggest takeaway from that is what you said about comfort. Comfort is an improvement killer. Like when you're comfortable, you stop learning. You stop growing. Yes. So never be comfortable. Oh. Right. right. <laughs> Aside from the detailed responses, it's, well, awesome. When you get home, yeah, you can be comfortable. <laughs> yes, of course. Sitting on the couch. Going, going to sleep, like literally. Yeah, go to sleep, watch Netflix, play a video game. Everyone deserves a hobby. But while you are trying to improve in something, you need to give your best. Absolutely. Um, so aside from so giving your best, who was the toughest competitor you've ever faced? Mm, oh my, that was a lot. Oh, let I me narrow it down. At Black Belt, who was the toughest? Black Belt. Black Belt. I fought against a very tough Black Belt. Of course, uh, I think the more named one was Luisa Monteiro that she she beat me on my first tournament as a black belt in the open class and uh, I I beat her on the awards last year so she I think she's the more like the the biggest name that I fought and um, but all of them were really tough <laughs> All of them. Yeah, I, I watched that uh, match again. I think you posted on Instagram last week, a couple of days ago. I got goosebumps yes. again yeah. watching that. Was like the whole time when you took her back, it was like, ah! And then when, you, when it was over and you celebrated, I got goosebumps again. It was amazing. I, I wanted to have been there. I wanted, I can't imagine. Yeah. Every time I watch, I feel the same. <laughs> I feel... I want to do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. It was I want to do this again. <laughs> I bet. I bet you missed that. That's, that's one of the worst things about this, this pandemic. Yeah. But There's nothing we, we need to move on. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm stuck on this. So you mentioned Luisa Montero last week. It was Maggie Grandati. Um, who was on your list? Yeah, it was a brilliant match. Who is on your list of competitors you'd like to fight next, if you had the list? No, I don't have a list. I, I really like to fight anyone on my, on my uh, weight, of course. Anyone that can make my weight. Uh, I, I want to fight on the black belt, of course. I, I don't like to, to, to fight like lower belts. I, I don't think it's fair, you know, because... I worked so hard to get my black belt. I will not lower my level, you know? I want the highest one so I can be the better that I can be. So I don't have like names, but any high level black belt on my weight, I want to fight. <laughs> I would like to fight to, to, it's challenging, I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not fair for you. It is not fair for them if you <laughs> to face you. Um, my wish would be Elizabeth Clay, but I'm not going to put that on record. <laughs> Who? Elizabeth Clay. Ah, the, the brown belt one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know she's not black belt yet, but she's always been competing at 
the past yes. two years. She's, she's super tough. I, I saw her fighting. Yeah. Maybe when she got his back, her black belt. <laughs> yes, I hope so. I want to I wanna watch that. <laughs> I'm not going to put that on record. So just um, what, no, motivates <laughs> what motivates you? So what motivates me? I am um, a kind of person that it's easy to motivate, you know? You, I, I like to, to watch successful people, you know, like Michael Jordan, uh, Cole Bryan, uh, Michael Phelps. I like to see those, those, Ronda Rousey, you know? I like to see, like, those athletes, pro athletes, how they think, how they do it you know I always was give myself my mindset uh, thinking about always getting better you know so I like to watch that like to make myself get into the game you know and um, I I want to be the best that I can be so I give one percent better every day I I try new stuff. I like to study. Uh, what motiva motivates me is to like be the best version of myself, you know? So if I'm doing good like this, what I can do better, you know? I want to always improve. So of course I like to win, but I, I want to have like a complete game. You know, I want to be comfortable playing any type of guard. I want to be comfortable passing any type of guard, doing every type of submissions, takedowns also. Like, I, I like to improve in my jiu-jitsu, like besides competition, you know. Every time that I, I want to fight, I want to try something new that I'm working on. You know, to this challenging myself to be better, you know? So I want to be the best version of myself, the best that I can be, not comparing me, me to anyone because their lives is their lives. Mine is mine. So what I can do with my life that will make one step ahead of my dream. You know that it's became uh, the best fighter that I can be. You know, right. that's a great list of people that you you watch: Michael Jordan, Ronda Rousey, Kobe Bryant. So it's a they have that intense champion mindset mentality. It's, it's yeah, a, it's I'm, an amazing I'm list. a lot from them, from the best. Yeah, right. I, they're all the best. <laughs> Did you watch um, the Last Dance? Yes, it's amazing. I like, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're too young, but I remember when that was happening, when those finals were happening, and I became I, a huge fan. Yes, <laughs> I've always been a Michael Jordan fan, but that documentary was, it was great. It was really good. I think I'm gonna watch again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with that. I help you with your motivation. Um, yes. How was your move to Houston and joining a new team? So I moved 
to Houston. I, I first came here in 2017 uh, to stay here for a while, you know, to train here with my new boyfriend, was Lucas. <laughs> so I was, I came here to, to train with him for a while and I really like it here, you know. So I was supposed to stay two months and uh, I stayed six. <laughs> and I went back to Brazil only to get my stuff, so like I get everything and come back. So whenever I, I, I moved to Houston, I really liked the training here. I, I didn't know speak any English whenever I, I first came, but it was really good. Like everyone was tough and like leaving the routine that Lucas lived, you know, he is a champion in every part of, part of his life so this is inspiring me a lot because he's not only my boyfriend husband he's my partner you know he he's my best friend he makes he's my coach also my my professor besides Draculino Draculino is great I have no words to describe Draculino he's such a mentor and uh, I think he's teaching Luke as well, you know, because he does a great, great job with everyone here at the school, at the gym. I, I really like it. I felt like more than, of course, my first uh, thought moving here was because of Lucas, you know, but uh, the good thing about us is we are not only focused on the relationship, you know? We have our dreams. And uh, I help him to conquer his dreams and he helped me to conquer mine. And after that, we are uh, a wife and a husband. But first we are professional athletes, you know? So our dream first and our relationship after, you know? So it's our, it's everything about uh, being the best version of ourselves in the mat and of course in the relationship you know we are still learning how to be a good partners in a relationship we are better training partners <laughs> i i have so much to say i don't have a lot of time but um one of my favorite things is watching your personal videos of each other I remember one of the funniest, one of my favorite is when you were training. Oh, and I've seen you train like before the world. You rolled with me for seven minutes and then you rolled with uh -huh. Professor Lucas. You were like hard. You were going hard at each other. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they're married to each other. You were so intense throwing each other wall to wall. You're like, you were over here and then I ah, scramble over there. And it's like, we were all like just watching. It's like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that's funny, but I, I always I always get pissed after because he always beats me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, of, that's okay. <laughs> one of the funniest things, uh, as I was saying, it was um, I think he he was going for a rear naked choke or something from your back, and uh -huh. then of course you wouldn't open your neck and you bit him. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it on video. He asked, he asked you, why did you bite me? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's, yeah. that's one of my favorites ever. Yeah, it's funny. He He's like, 
my my inspiration like sometimes we we train and after we don't want to talk for a while <laughs> especially me especially me i got so pissed every time i can because only we are so competitive you know and like he smashed me you know he's and he i think he takes like a little easy on me he he tells me he don't but i know he like doesn't do like those nasty stuff like going on cross face you know what if he's mad he, go, oh, he goes but he don't want to hurt me you know he wants to train with me he wants to test me so i there i remember that that was tough whenever i came here i didn't know him at all i didn't know how good he was and we trained for 40 minutes like those long rounds and on 40 minutes he made, made me tap 12 times so for me it was a lot you know for me it was like never anyone did that with me before and after i got so pissed so pissed i was like damn it you gonna do everything on the house by yourself in 12 days i don't care <laughs> if you don't want to cook you go outside and buy something i'm not gonna do anything for you <laughs> so i got so pissed but like after i was like okay yeah he got better this time <laughs> was it did you did he last 12 days he yeah he last and after that i think he started like taking not so hard with me <laughs> <laughs> he learned a lesson yes you are such a great couple I've, i've said this already but we at the school are so fortunate to have you there you are a great fit for you know for the, the family that we have there but i can also see that professor drag treats you like a daughter yeah he's awesome i love him so much yeah. he's like he like he is a stepfather of lucas right and whenever i came here like i didn't know that how we was going to be my relationship with him you know and he kind of adopted me also you know i felt so great it was like i feel home you know yeah we can see that we can see that he because i was he was he wasn't treating me as a lucas girlfriend he was in treat he was treating me like a daughter also you know i love that yeah yeah it's oh we can see that we can see that he treats you like a daughter mm -hmm. um so do you have any competition or super fights coming up you mentioned that you had an offer but was yes. like, is there one that you've already committed to or scheduled no i didn't commit yet yeah we are we are thinking about a strategically plan to to do it <laughs> yeah and a good I, day. i can tell you and lucas are both very strategic about your your matches yes we we need to be you mm -hmm. know oh yeah true level we, yes yeah we are on the highest level and we don't want to get there in a 50 you know Yes. Yeah. You both give it your all. I we we see that. <laughs> It's very inspiring. Um, Thank so you. You're welcome. Um, I've already asked Lucas this, but what about you? What are your long-term plans? I want to be in the health of him, of IBJJF, compare like four times a world championship, in the black belt. Um, I want like 
live uh, jiu-jitsu for my whole life because I love it. And uh, I, I want to be the best version of myself in all ways. I want to, of course, I want to win every, time, uh, every fight that I'm going to do. I, I don't know if I, I can. Everyone, every fight, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to be ready for anything because I'm, I work really hard. And uh, I want to be the best that I can be, you know, not best than everyone else. I want to be my best, you know, and my best will be, I hope, the, the highest uh, climb that I, I can, can go, you know, the mountain, the top one. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, well, it's just, a, just out of curiosity, is there a husband and wife in the Hall of Fame already? I don't know, because Professor Lucas also gave the same answer. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of any. I don't know. Because, like, there, I there don't aren't think so. many. Yeah, there aren't many black belt couples that yeah. your level. Yeah, uh-huh, they are. There is, I know some, like, couples that is world champions, but I don't know Hall of Fame. Yeah, me neither. You might be the first one. I, and I think you're yeah. both well on your way there. That would be a great Yeah, that would be a I'm great record. I'm excited now. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Um, so we're winding down at the end of our interview. I have just, just two questions left. Okay. Is there anything you want to say or anyone you want to thank, your sponsors? So uh, I want to thank my Professor Jacolino, of course. Lucas, he's such an amazing professor also, and uh, he, of course, where I am now, my jiu-jitsu is getting better, of course, is because of him also, because he pushes me hard every day. Yeah, I want to thank, of course, my, my geese, sponsorships, uh, kings, I want to thank Fighter's Choice, the best supplements in the game, uh, and uh, Gracie Barra, Texas, for, for the amazing training and if wasn't be, I'm not who I am alone um who where I am it's because of my partners that push me hard every day help me improve that's awesome um how can people follow you online um my Insta instagram is andressa m sintra and uh, Facebook, Andresa Mesari Sintra. So it's, I, I think it's the, only those two that I, I, I do, I work on there. Yes. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. thank you so much for your time, Professora. I really appreciate it. You are it. welcome. Thank you so much for the interview. I love it. Talking to you was awesome. I hope I, I inspired someone to be the best version of yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry, you did me. I'm sure everybody else will. Okay, Thank you so much. Mucho obrigado. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.